Thursday off the rails. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. The Puppet Master Mark and Super Mario Chris Cruz at the helm of this mothership driving us into the nefarious regions of insanity. The nefarious nether regions. You know what I want to talk about first? Uh, I want to remind you that tomorrow, overtime, you can only get it on Blaze TV. you got to subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code MORECHAD. Come on, check it out, folks. I've been begging these guys for a long time. I said, look, we maybe we do a fifth episode of the week, or, or maybe we just throw away you know, the clock and the sponsors and just let me talk. Let me just talk, okay? But I, I, want, I want you to have a vested interest in it. So they said, you know what? Let's put it behind the paywall. That's what we did. Um, ain't apologizing for it. Here's a story. I want. Here's a story. We're going to talk about a couple of things today. I want to. I want to get into this gas nonsense, the fuel prices and stuff, and and just kind of give you a couple of hot takes on on what's happening because they're killing us at the pump. Uh, you see the the. I'm not supposed to promote shirts on this show, but you see the one that I put out that said, "Assume the position." Yeah, yeah it's a fun shirt. Funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, but this is interesting. Something that I wanted to get into yesterday and didn't. The, Chris gave me this yesterday. This was from DailyWire.com. Russia takes action against Hunter Biden and 12 other Americans. So, so Russia, the government of Russia announced sanctions against 13 Americans. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, um, but they did. So they, um, they, they picked 13 Americans, it says, in response to a series of unprecedented sanctions banning, among, among other things, entry into the United States for top officials of the Russian Federation from March 15th of this year. Um, uh, J- President Joe Biden is included in the Russian stop list on the basis of mutual reciprocity. So that means he can't go into Russia, I guess. I, I'm sure he'll live. <laughs> I, I mean, so it says sanctions were an, an inevitable consequence of the extra extremely russophobic course taken by the current u.s administration uh in a desperate attempt to maintain american hegemony um has relied discarding all decency on the front whatever blah 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 but here's the thing if you look at the 13 people so you got secretary of state antony blinken you got defense secretary lloyd austin chairman of the joint chief uh mark milley national security all of that makes sense oh jen saki <laughs> but they got a hunter biden why would you have Hunter? Why would you have sanctions against Hunter Biden? What like that is the like I don't see why any of those people have a need to go to Russia. They even got sanctions on Hillary Clinton. But why Hunter Biden? What has Hunter Biden been doing with Russia that would require them to put sanctions on him. Now, these other people, these other state officials, I, I could see why they deal with Russia. Anyway, something to think about. There's a lot that's there, buddy. There's a lot that's there that they do not want us to know about. Um, yeah, anyway, I thought that was interesting, Chris. Ah, oh, boy, howdy. Let's play you a clip, all right? Let's get right into this. Um Play that, play, that, uh, play that clip of that trucker. The second week gas prices are over $4. Oh, i never seen it. This is the worst. And diesel prices are more than $5. It's rough. It's real hard out here. <laughs> I mean, the prices is, is this too much now. Truckers say the price of gas is getting out of control. I spend like 500 a day, and that's not a, fuel, that's not a full tank. I don't know if you guys know this or not, 
But uh, Kim Schreier, who is a Democratic uh, congresswoman, uh, says that bucking the Biden administration's narrative on the intensifying gas price crisis is, quote, un-American. Um, they've, been, they've been blaming Putin, right? They've been blaming everything. President on down been blaming this inflation on Putin, the gas prices on Putin. Remember what they said. They said this was a, this was a transitory inflation. Then they said it was a COVID-based inflation. Now they're saying it's Putin's price uh whatever price increases is going on so the problem of course is that inflation rates were already at historic highs and gas prices were already sky high before russia ever invaded ukraine uh but schreier said in an interview said i believe a couple of things right now in the last two weeks this is putin you should be blaming putin if anybody uh if anybody for this uh to not blame putin first of all is denying reality and second frankly i think is un-american so this is putin's fault she declared Uh, Then she immediately blamed the COVID-19 pandemic and supply problems, just as the Biden administration did before before Putin invaded Ukraine. I just like saying Putin. Um, She said before this, because people were already suffering at the gas pump before this, right, we saw an increase of over a dollar a gallon over the past year and a half or so. That can be blamed realistically on during the pandemic when people were not going to work and driving was down, gas prices were down. Uh, as demand increased and rigs had not yet been turned on, there was a supply demand issue like with everything else in this country, and that was to blame. Everything's somebody else's fault. Um, so, you know, back in December, Biden, uh, Biden said, I was able to bring it down 12 cents a gallon. It will come down more, I believe. So uh, on average, as of Tuesday afternoon, 431, that was the average price per gallon. Um, yeah. I'm consistently seeing it, you know, 530, 540 for diesel. Um, thank God you don't live in Beverly Hills, where it's like $7 a gallon. Um, and, and, you know, I don't want to be somebody that takes this for granted. I mean, this, this is hurting people. And there are no solutions. Electric cars, they're not a solution. Uh, if you choose to drive an electric, electric car, that's, that's fine, but that's not a solution. I mean, that thing, you, 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 they can turn that sucker off anytime they want to. So that's another element of control they have over your life. But if one of those batteries goes out. That's $1,000 to replace that battery. And that thing ain't moving until you replace it. So it's not the most economic thing. You know, I went on Tesla's website last week. I just want to say, I, don't, I had no idea what these things even cost. But like to get, you know, I think I said this earlier on another episode, but I think it's like $130,000 just for a car that actually works. Like that you can get like the little mini-me model, right, Mark? The little whatever. You don't want that one. You want a real automobile, or at least one that's got some power to it. Yeah, you're starting at $130,000. Some people don't live in, a lot of people don't live in homes that are $130,000. Uh, that, that's, that's not a solution, folks. And don't forget, you want to talk about raping the environment. Look at these lithium mines that, that they have to do to, in order to harvest this and to make those batteries. You want to, these these greenies, these climate cultists. I'm tar- I'm sorry. Your solutions for so-called saving the planet, they're not real solutions. So we got a problem at the pump. We got a problem with this price thing. And and people, a lot of people lost their jobs because of the COVID stuff. And people that didn't want to get vaccinated. Uh, and believe in medical freedom. They lost their jobs. They can't go work at the hospitals anymore. A lot of first responders lost their jobs. People in the military were dismissed. 
Um, people are, you know, it's harder and harder to make a buck out there right now. The supply chain issue, that's a bad deal. I mean, I just had a conversation with our people uh, that run our store and stuff. And they said, you know, we're having to hedge bets because the cotton price is going higher. And, you know, look, we make T-shirts. So it's it's everything you see. You start shutting down these truckers. You start shutting down their ability to deliver goods, and you have a global crisis on on a Glenn Beck scale. I mean, end of the world kind of stuff going on. So we've got to come to a solution with this stuff. Play um, play that next clip uh, about the don't even want to talk about gas prices. $532 in there for 96 gallons. Adam Borowski, like thousands of truckers across the state, is overwhelmed watching their gas go in while their money goes out. Most of the truckers don't even want to talk about it, especially the uh, owner-op guys, the guys that run their own trucks. They're paying that on their own dime, and they're, they don't even want to talk about it. They're pissed every time you see them at the truck stops. While the average gas price across the state is 4.27 per gallon, in comparison to the 3.50 we were paying a month ago, truckers worry how long they'll be able to hang on. Eventually, they're not going to be able to make ends meet they're going to have to quit, not be able to run, and that will cut us down. And we're already low on truck drivers. It's definitely making everything go up, also making products cost more because it costs more for us to ship it. And, you know, it's just all these rednecks out there running their trucks. That's that's the thing. They're the ones who, you know, it's, if, if, you, if you white folks out there just shut up and stay home and quit running those trucks that are burning up the ozone layer or whatever it is, global, whatever, climate change. Oh, I know, it's, it's all the rednecks, right? Play that next clip. They're not transparent about anything to do, from COVID to the gas prices to why Russia's invading Ukraine. You're going to hear a different story every day. You can run, but you can't hide from inflation. Right now, we're in a gas, we're in a crisis. It's hard because, like, you live in paycheck to paycheck. $5 People are talking about it and it's so big on it because it's not something that happens regularly. This is, you know, what is that word they like to use in the media now? This is unprecedented. Uh, this for gas to be this high. $2 is some change. That's okay. That's okay. $3. All right, now you got to find you a good gas station. $4.79. You, you better be glad you can at least get you five to $10 in there. Well, if it goes up to 6 or $7, like, then you, like, and you talking about like, is it even affordable for you to even go to work? Up in LA, like $7 a gallon. We lucky. I mean, I didn't know we were depending on this country for oil. Nobody told me until this happened. You know, so it's, it's all a surprise. And it hits you, it's like, it's like, a, it's, it's like hitting your pockets. It's, it's, it's making you mad. It should make you mad. I mean, if their narrative is correct and we have been that dependent on somebody like Russia, then we had a problem to begin with. Um, it, it, we're sitting on as much resources and, and fossil fuels underneath our feet as, as anywhere else on the globe, man. We, we have the ability to go back to work in getting our own oil and our own gas and our own production going. As I said to you the other day, it's going to take six to nine months just to get production back going again in the United States, especially in Texas. If you want to get it going again because of the decline of these rigs and these wells, you got to replace all that stuff. But now you have a supply chain issue. It is the perfect storm. You can't get steel. You can't get the pipes for a pipeline. You can't. You got to get the rigs up and running. You have a you have a shortage of people to work them and my god dude the biden administration you could not 
do this much damage to a country unless you are intentionally doing it. And as I said to you earlier this week, I think I said it on Tuesday's episode, you're cannon fodder. They don't care about you. They don't care if you can get to work. They don't care if you can go to your job. They don't care if it all shuts down and crashes because, let's face it, they want you to own nothing and be happy about it. That is the message of Klaus Schwab. That is the message of the World Economic Forum. They want you to have nothing, and that's what he said. You're going to own nothing and be happy about it. That is the global agenda. That is what they want. Private property, why do you think, why do you think I made such a stink when I was running for governor of Texas about property taxes skyrocketing out of control? Because it's part of the globalist agenda. Do you think that these big government guys, whether they're in Austin, Texas, or anywhere else in the nation, you really think they want to do anything about your home ownership and property taxes? They don't, because they don't care. They don't want you owning anything. That gives you too much power. That gives you the rights. That gives you the ability to fight back. Listen, John Locke's natural law, we have three things given to us, life, liberty, and property. Life, liberty, and property. They've taken all three of them. We're not free anymore. We don't have liberty. Our life doesn't count for anything, and we don't own any property. That's the whole point. They don't want us free, independent thinkers. They do not want us to be able to speak out. They don't want us to have a First Amendment right. Now now Robert Francis O'Rourke is reneging again on his whole uh, Second Amendment thing. I just saw a leaked video from him saying, yeah, if we can get a consensus, of course, we're going to go after people that are AR-15s. We're going to do a buyback. We're going to get the AR-15 rifles. Now, he just gave an interview two weeks ago saying, saying uh, that, uh, no, we want to make sure that nothing's taken away from Texans. This guy's lying. He is lying. Every time he wakes up, he just starts spitting lies. But the whole thing is, and I've said this, the most essential thing to your liberty in America, I believe, is your right to property and your right to defend yourself. Those two things, those are your essential basic rights in this country. You got to be able to own it and you got to be able to defend it, folks. And that's being taken away from us. They don't want you owning anything. These gas prices, they have no intention of doing anything about it. They want you to own nothing and be happy about it. Period. It's being taken. So I can read these headlines and I will continue to do so. And they're always getting worse every single day. There's no solution in sight. Inflation is just going up, up, up. The world is unraveling more and more by the minute. Anybody's guess what could happen next. What have you done to protect yourself and your family? You need to do what I did and still continue to do. And yes, I go and I actually pay for my stuff, okay? It's not given to me. I don't want anybody thinking that. I go to mypatriotsupply.com and I purchase what I need for me and my family. Get prepared today so you're ahead of tomorrow's uncertainty. My Patriot Supply is the largest preparedness company in the country. It's providing millions of Americans with the survival supplies they need to tackle crisis with confidence. They got months of emergency meals. And if you go to the website, they'll show you what's in those kits. And it's delicious food. It really is. Uh, but they got water purification products. Everybody needs to be able to do that. Purify your water. We got a water crisis in this country nobody's talking about. Uh, shaky times are here, folks. It's only going to get worse. Stock up on your supplies. MyPatriotSupply.com before the panic sets in and you can't get anything off the grocery store shelves. Uh, they're going to come with fast shipping. They're going to come in unmarked boxes. It's going to be discreet delivery. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. We'll be right back.
Let's uh, again. I want to keep. I want to actually, Chris. I want to go back to a couple of these clips. Um, the because <laughs> again, remember we were told that it's un-American to criticize Biden. It's un-American to criticize Biden. You got to blame Putin. Everything's got got to be Russia, 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 Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, well, all these un-American people out here, they sure are blaming. They're 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 looking at the blame somewhere. But you saw in that last clip, the guy goes, well, "I didn't know we were even dependent on this country." for all this well that's a problem that's my point that is a problem uh play the play the uh grandma clip average cost of gas is now a record four dollars and 43 cents a gallon that's up by 79 cents over the last two weeks and this is the most drivers have been paying at the pump since 2008 (laughs) and the bad news is experts say these prices are not going down anytime soon i drive my grandchildren and I go and see them, that's my joy. And it's like, I don't want the price of gasoline keeping me from visiting my grandchildren. Man, I tell you, it makes you want to just quit, doesn't it? I mean, don't pay your taxes. Don't, I'm like, screw this government. Screw these guys. I mean, they, they are criminal at this point. Now, you want to know why I say that? Chris sent me this. And this just this came out yesterday. Uh, U.S. just announced an $800 million military aid package to Ukraine. $800 million aid package to Ukraine. So, (laughs) forget what's going on here in our country. Let's send a billion dollars to Ukraine. Now, again, I I stand with citizens caught in the middle. I've said this before. I say it again. I don't stand with Russia. I don't stand with Ukraine. I don't stand with the UN. I don't stand with NATO. I don't stand with the World Economic Forum. I do stand with the citizens that are caught in the crossfire, whether it's the grandma right there trying to take her grandkids somewhere and visit her grandkids, or or to the people, the citizens of Ukraine, even the citizens of Russia, wherever it may be. I've been to both places. I've visited with those people. There's some fine folks there that are getting screwed by their governments, just like we are here at home. But I feel I stand with those folks. But $800 million, a billion dollars in aid, our southern border. You know, they, they, they played a clip the other day at our southern border in, um, uh, gosh, I think it was Laredo, where the, the cartels are firing off automatic machine guns and shooting. And, and one of the things says, we, sh- we shut the border down and got everything under control. Wait a minute, what? You were able to shut the border down? So you're telling me that's a thing? You can just shut the border down? There was gunfire and a gunfight, so you just shut the border down? Where has that been? Why aren't we keeping it shut down? It, so now you're admitting that you, can, you have the capability of doing this. People kept saying, well, you can't just, whole time I was running for governor, you can't just shut the border down. Uh, they did it. They did it. $800 million. You know what we could do with $800 million? You know how many grandmas we could help? You, you know what we could do as far as property taxes with all this surplus we got? We, we, I mean, you ever heard of buying things down? We could buy that stuff down. Chad. I'm not getting into that detail, but I, I'm fighting back saying the, some things with the that. The whole pandemic was to save grandma. That's right. Isn't this going against to what the government told us? The reason why we shut down, we're still in the 15 days to curve the... the um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, grandma's suffering. Yeah. What can we do for grandma right now? Yeah. Well, she can't. She can't afford to put any gas in her tank. But we're going to send drones. We're going to send 800 anti-aircraft systems. We're going to send 9,000 anti-armor systems. We're going to send 7,000 small arms. 
We're going to send 20 million rounds of ammunition to Ukraine. Okay. Uh, Take it a step further. Federal Reserve raises key interest rate to combat inflation. Oh, boy. They raised the interest rates by 0.25% on Wednesday after a two-day policy meeting, the first time since 2018 that the central bank has hiked interest rates in an effort to get inflation under control. That's what they're going to do. But you remember what Nancy Pelosi said last week? Nancy Pelosi just over the weekend said, oh, government spending is actually helping our debt. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Oh, boy, howdy. Uh, play that clip, that little flashback, flashback clip of Joe Biden. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. What? I mean, right out of the horse's mouth. Right there. Not going to have any... Drilling, not going to have any offshore drilling, no federal. No, not going to do it. So here but we go. Chad, if we remember from his speech, this is not his fault. Oh, yeah, it's not None his fault. None of his policy or his administration policy cost this. Yeah. This is Putin's. It's 100%. 100%. It's all about Putin. And by the way, it's un-American to criticize Joe Biden. Now, he told you he's going to do it. And as Kamala said... You go, we gonna order something, and you go get what you ordered. I think I went off script a little bit right there. Meh. Stupid ass. <laughs> um, play the Pete Buttigieg clip. You got that. Uh, but let's also remember that while oil prices and, and gas prices are famously something that is largely outside of the direct control of any political figure, there are a lot of things that we could be doing right now that would bring direct relief to the pocketbooks of American families uh, that are greater than most any family's gasoline bill. That includes lowering the cost of insulin. The president's for it. We're getting a lot of pushback from it or on it. Uh, lowering the cost of child care. We're for it. We're getting a lot of pushback, often from the very same people who are criticizing us <laughs> over uh, over inflation or, or gas prices. Uh, we have the child tax credit that brought relief to families that you know, for a lot of families, probably most of them, uh, would outweigh any price difference that, that you're seeing with gas. So it's either or, right? Now, forget the fact that you don't have the gas in your tank to go to the drugstore to get your insulin, okay? Or that they can't deliver it to you because, well, there's a supply chain issue and the truckers can't run their trucks right now. You can't get your medication. And forget the child care anymore. You can't, you can't afford to drive to the child care center to drop your kid off. And, you know, if they're in California, like we said yesterday, you never know if the government's going to bust in the door and take your three-year-old three into an interrogation room. I, this is, so, so you, you got to pick. Do you want lower gas or do you want lower insulin? Now, I'm all for lower insulin. I truly, truly do believe that that is a major need in America. We need to lower these drug costs. Uh, Insulin being a key thing right there. Um, You know, you're going to give away uh, quote unquote free vaccines that we don't know if they work or not. I mean, the head of Pfizer comes out or was it Pfizer that came out the other day and said, you got to get the fourth booster shot. You know, I mean, how many are you going to get? We sat there and told you they're going to keep stacking. I mean, that dude goes on Face the Nation. 
And he sits there and says, oh, yep, unfortunately, you're going to have to get a fourth one. Well, every time they do that, roll that thing out, that's billions of dollars for Pfizer. Billions of dollars are going to come in for them. And what do they do? They don't even have to buy ad space. They sit there and let the CEO of Pfizer get on there and peddle his snake oil. And so, but yet, you, you have insulin costs are going to go through the roof. Gas prices are going to go through the roof. You're telling me that you can roll out your indoctrination and ideological bullshit and you can pay for that. The government's going to pay for that and going to send $800 million to Ukraine in a military aid package. But yet, we can't deal with what we got here at home. You got to choose, according to Mayor Buttplug, uh, or yeah, Mayor Pete, but the Buttplug, you, you got to, you got to, you know, while his husband's over there reading. Reading the uh, reading the gay pledge to the kids, you got to pick, folks. What's it going to be? Do you want to operate your car? Or do you want to live? <laughs> What's it going to be? Prescription medication or um, or unleaded? That that's the bottom line. I can, Pete Buttigieg, he ain't unleaded. He, he anyway. I'm not going to go into that joke. Thank you. You're welcome. Very frustrating. I wrote a new song. It's called uh, "I Can't Afford That Shit." Uh, maybe we'll play it in the next segment. You got you got time to do it now. Do we have a read we got to go to though? It's about a three minute song. Oh, let's do it. Play it. Hi everybody. There we go. My ragamuffins. All right. We wrote one that won't offend all of you, but some of you. Most of you. Most of you. Let's do it. <laughs> But the gas burns too fast and the money flows too slow. We can run a credit card and start printing counterfeit, but I can't afford that shit. But the gas burns too fast and the money flows too slow. 
We can run up credit cards and start printing counterfeit Cause I can't afford that shit No, you can't afford that shit No, we can't afford that shit That's close enough <laughs> There you go. The ragamuffins uh, catch us at a show somewhere near you. Uh, <coughs> if the truckers have taught us anything, it's that we are infinitely more powerful when we stick together. Same goes for supporting businesses that believe in this country and in your right to live free. That's why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. And uh, I want you to partner with them as well. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great nationwide coverage plus the peace of mind that your money is supporting your right to free speech. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team uh, support customer support team provides exceptional customer support and uh, more importantly Patriot Mobile they share your values and support organizations that are fighting for religious freedom constitutional rights sanctity of life our veterans our first responders heroes uh, go to patriotmobile.com slash chad or you can call them at 972 patriot get free activation with the offer code chad I spell it chad veterans and first responders are going to save even more uh, if you make the switch today support a company that loves you loves America loves your values patriotmobile.com slash chad or call 972 to Patriot. We'd be right back. Welcome back. Um, are you ready to have your mind blown? <laughs> uh, here's a little nugget of wisdom for you. When you ignore a problem, contrary to popular thinking, it usually doesn't go away. I want you to cast your memory back a ways and remember a little town in Washington state called Seattle. Now, it used to be the case that the worst thing that was apt to happen to you in Seattle was that some hippie wasting away from the disease of veganism might stop you in the Whole Foods parking lot and ask if you wanted to contribute money to help raise awareness for the plight of LGBTQI++ emotional support dogs or something equally confabulatory and goofy. Now these days though, Seattle could most properly be described by Obi-Wan Kenobi who once threw shade on an otherwise sunny little town on Tatooine by saying you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. In short, folks are getting shot at left and right in parts of Seattle ever since the woke mob got a hold of the police department and hamstrung them in favor of the political whims. Now, as a result, Amazon, 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 like the biggest company on the planet, they've announced recently that they're going to re be relocating their workers from its downtown Seattle office in order to keep them safe. That's right. About 1,800 employees are in such mortal danger, they can no longer safely work downtown. Now, the good news is if you've got to, you've got to have a company do this, they got to do this sort of thing, Amazon's the one you want to go with, right? I have no doubt that even as we speak, local employees are being taped into cardboard boxes, hopefully with some air holes punched in at the top and just shipping them wherever. That way they, they walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Amazon will deliver them next day from evil. And I guess the last person to tape someone else into a box, well, <laughs> that poor bastard's got to stay behind and guard the fort. Folks, this is silly. But it's also not silly at all. Listen, the violent crime statistics in the city of Seattle and in cities all over the country, uh, they've been spiking ever since the Derek Chauvin 
you know, pull the Colin Kaepernick on George Floyd's neck. And if you think that reference was old, it's not. Things in the news cycle just move that quickly. Seattle Mayor uh, Bruce Harrell's office put out a statement about this, which I think actually sums up the problem more than it sums up the solution. They said, "Will it? T- while it will take time to reverse longstanding safety issues, Mayor Harrell's early efforts are critical first steps to address crime and improve safety through dedicated SPD officers, a mobile SPD precinct, and additional environmental changes. Environmental changes. Mayor Harrell will continue to develop a comprehensive approach to public safety in collaboration with police and safety advocates, community members, service providers, and businesses, including Amazon, to activate, revitalize, and restore downtown for all. That was their statement. Or, and I know this might sound crazy, you could just stop after the SBD part and actually get tough on crime instead of just trying to solve murder, murderous violence with a pillow fight. Now, this notion that we need to incorporate a whole bunch of other social worker types into fighting crime isn't entirely without merit in some areas. But come the hell on, folks. What's a safety advocate? I mean, what do we got? OSHA inspectors out there trying to stop bullets? Actually, on second thought, that might not be a bad idea. Sort of kill two birds with one stone, if you know what I mean. Listen, Seattle, clean up your damn streets. Get your people back to starving to death on the steady diet of tofu and not getting shot in, you know, out in the avenue. And Amazon, hey, I get it. Good help is hard to find, and I'd totally box up Chris and ship him to another location if the stuff started going down in this one. But this is what we got, Chris. This is what we got. You create, you're creating war zones in America. That's what's happening. And, well, it was a good run, America. It was a good run. I I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's time for a booster shot. I'm going to drink it straight out of the bottle at this point. Oh, gosh. Thank God for Jeff Rosenblum sending me whiskey. Mmm. Mmm. And that's how my day starts right there, downhill from here. It's a good run. Um, uh, I, you know, Chris, the thing that bugs me, man, is that you know, people have never been perfect. I get that. Society has always had its ills. It's always had its problems. But we don't have the ability just to just to take matters into our own hands and deal with things anymore. You know, we, we can't we can't protect ourselves. We, you want to clean up the streets of Seattle, start taking out the trash. OK. Oh, that's so harsh. Yeah. Yeah. You look at L.A. L.A.'s become Gotham City. I mean, people, people they're robbing people on the street. They're following people home. If you drive a nice car, they just drive home, mug you, rob you, shoot you, stab you right there on your front porch. Take your stuff. Snatch your watch off your wrist. I mean, you just, it just, they do whatever they want to do. The smash and grab culture, all this stuff. You want to deal with it? Start shooting them in the fucking face. It just, I mean, just bam, there you go. Problem freaking solved. Problem solved. So I, uh, I carry a Keltec 12 gauge in my truck at all times, uh, with with 14 in the tube and one in the chamber. Um, it's pretty badass. Deal. I, I call it my Barbie doll for guys because you you can just you can like put all these extra stuff on it. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. My Keltec it stays there. It's ready to go at all times. And I've also got you know typically, uh, you know I got a P a Sig uh, I got a uh p365 you know that's my little it's usually in my pocket it's pretty hidden away there um or you know 
you know, I'm a typical dude. You know, I'm pretty vanilla when it comes to my everyday carry. I carry a Glock 19. I got one. I got one. So the whole thing is that's not just an ornament that you wear to go into the Walmart. No, it's to defend yourself. It's to defend yourself. And I'd rather be judged by a jury of 12 than to be carried out by, uh, uh, you know, six pallbearers. Let me tell you something. We're getting to this point, folks. You need to go to the gun range. You need to practice. You need to get your iTarget Pro. You need to do these things. Put yourself in scenarios. Put your, get some training. Do that. Because this is what it's coming to, folks. This is what it's coming to. Now, if it really shuts down and a shit hits the fan, let me tell you, they're going to come for you. It's going to be the purge. They're going to come for you, and it's going to get real, real quick. And from everything we've shown you on this show, America ain't going to defend you. They just sent a billion dollars to Ukraine. That's a message. They don't give a rat's ass about you. They don't care. You're cannon fodder. We'll be right back. I was ready to put Anthony Fauci on a milk carton. That dude's been gone. Uh, but he's back. He's back. Um, he says that if the Republicans take control of Congress, they will target him, but uncover nothing. Uh, it's been Gazi hearings all over again, Fauci said uh, to the Washington Post. They'll try to beat me up in public. There'll be nothing there, but it will distract me from doing my job the way it's doing right now. Really? Uh, I, Rand Paul handed you your ass, bro. I mean, just maybe absolutely. Maybe we need him distracted. Absolutely. Maybe distracted is what we need him at. Exactly. You need to be fired, bro. You need to be out of there. Um, and Rand Paul actually said, if we take over the Senate next year, I'll be chairman of the health committee, and I pledge to use a subpoena power to get every last record about the origin of the virus from Fauci. Come on with it. I love Rand Paul. Um, and then, of course, our favorite uh, Humpty Dumpty, our thumb, our thumb with eyes, uh, Brian Stelter. There he is, sitting on the wall. This guy. How does this guy even have a job? Um, so CNN's Brian Stelter insisted that opposing a Florida bill that would bar schools from teaching children about gender identity and sexual orientation from kindergarten through third grade is not a culture war. It's a merely supporting equal rights for everybody in a country. Uh, of course. His guest replied that Disney's CEO should have spoken out against the popular legislation more forcefully since the company is a moral guardian. Disney's a moral moral guardian. Uh, um, you know, ask why CEO Bob Shapik, or however you say his name, was so out of touch that it took him days to come to the side of his employees to speak out against Florida's controversial so-called don't say gay bill. Um uh, he said the, his guest, uh, Garth Ansier, said the problem is that Disney is much more of a moral guardian company than a moat uh, because former Disney CEOs Bob Iger and Michael Eisner acted as moral clarions. Both men strongly advocated for Disney to support LGBT issues and abortion on demand, as well as the Paris Climate Accord and gun control. I, what the fuck? I mean, it's insanity, dude. I mean, if, if anybody reads that bill, the, the don't say gay bill. If you read that, anyone who reads that, you would completely agree. You're going to completely agree. But again, this is media spin by morons like Humpty Dumpty Brian Stelter. 
Uh, and you know what? I, listen, while we're on the topic of don't say gay and transgender and whatever stuff, uh, you know, USA Today announced its Women of the Year the other day. And of course, of course, the Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services, Rachel Levine. That's right. Named one of them. A biological man. Somebody that still has the dingle and the berries. Okay. Um, but dresses like a woman. A very unattractive woman. That's right. Richard Levine. Richard Dick Levine. Um, USA Today said, Every day across our country, USA Today's Women of the Year lead and inspire, promote and fight for equity, give others a place to seek help and find hope. They're strong and resilient women who have been champions of change and courage, often quietly, but with powerful results and often despite their own challenges. Some of the women will be familiar names. Others may be new to you, such as an inspire. Each has an inspiring and powerful story. Mm. There you go. Rachel Levine. A dude. A dude. Let that sink in. You're so mean to gays and trans people, Chad. Why don't you just let them live their life? I do. But that's not a woman. It's not a woman. That is insulting and objectifying to actual women. If all it makes a woman is how she dresses and whether or not she has breasts, really? Really? That's what a woman, that's all a woman is, is how she dresses? Um, there's a little bit more to it than that. It's an insult. That's the point I'm trying to make. But that's the insanity that we have. And, of course, I don't even want to talk about Jussie Smollett. Real quick, got a TikTok? Hammer it down. Straight cis people. Okay. Allies. What the f*** are you doing? Seriously. Shit is going down in Florida. Texas, Idaho, South Carolina. It's going down everywhere. What the f*** are you doing about it? This is your mess that my community has to suffer. I see lots of... Like y'all think you're Pac-Man. But I don't see nothing. So how many coffins will it take? How many members of my community have to die? Because... Of this wave of hate. A hundred, five hundred, ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, <laughs> a million. What will it take? <laughs> Other than supplying the nation with Tony Award winners, what has your community ever given us? Oh. AIDS? Oh. I mean, what 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 are we got? What are we talking about here? So what is my community supposed to do for your community? I think that dude trolls my Facebook, actually. It's always the, it's always the bitter gays. They come after me. <laughs> the bitter gays. I'd want some of this too, baby. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Tomorrow.
tomorrow we're going to kick it off with some overtime. That's right. It is going to be available to you this weekend, starting tomorrow, Friday. you got to subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code MoreChad to save, but sign up, folks. I don't want to be doing this thing alone, okay? I, uh, you're going you're gonna to get a peek at the new set, and uh, we're going to have a little fun with it. We're going to get open, honest, and I believe we're going to be able to help you with some things that are going on in life. Consider it just a subscription to some life coaching from yours truly, all right? Join us. Have a great weekend. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.